Welcome back to the audio diary of Aaron Lockman. It wasn't until several weeks later that I was able to fulfill Alex's request. For one thing, Jacob simply wasn't around the apartment that often, and when I did see him, usually lying on the couch in an undershirt playing Fallout 4, his face blank with concentration, his thick, metallic hair styled like a movie star's from the 50s, he never seemed to be coming or going. Wherever Jacob was, he simply was. It was on a sunny, temperate Saturday that I was able, quite by chance, to tail Jacob. I was out for a walk at the beach not far from our apartment, enjoying the weather and playing Pokemon Go. The lake was a bright, restless blue, and the air was fresh and quick. People in various states of undress were lounging on towels, chatting, playing volleyball, a medium-sized crowd for a sunny Saturday. I had just succeeded in capturing a particularly stubborn Goldeen when I saw him. I looked up from my phone, and there was Jacob. He was walking down the cement walkway that separated the faded sand of the beach from the green grass of the park. He did not appear to have seen me, as he kept walking with a quick, purposeful gait. He wore athletic shorts and a nondescript gray t-shirt. His eyes were hidden behind reflective sunglasses. I hesitated. Up to that point, I had been unsure as to whether I wanted to tail Jacob at all. Alex hadn't mentioned his request since we'd spoken, and I was half hoping he'd forget about it if I waited long enough. Besides, I was not a private detective. Alex wasn't paying me or cashing in a favor. I was under no obligation, except for perhaps my own curiosity. My own insatiable curiosity, which had caused so many problems before. Silently cursing myself, I followed Jacob at a safe distance. Jacob was making his way over to the public bathroom building that stood to one side of the beach, a tan-bricked, friendly-looking, slightly run-down structure. He went into the men's room. I hid behind a bush and waited. And waited. And waited. Several beach patrons entered and exited the bathroom, mostly middle-aged men wearing blue and red Cubs paraphernalia with khaki shorts and sandals. Jacob did not exit. I waited some more. I opened Pokemon Go on my phone. I captured a Pidgey. Nearly half an hour passed. Either Jacob was very, very constipated, or something was not quite right here. I got up from my hiding place, stretched my cramped limbs, and walked into the bathroom. Nobody was inside. All the stalls were open, and the urinals, ugly silver things, the metal caked with sand and dirt with not even a divider between them, were unattended. I stood in there for several minutes, frozen in confusion, I was sure Jacob had come in here, and I was sure he had not come out. I heard a noise. I jumped. It was not a noise one usually hears in a public beachside bathroom. It was the clanking of something metal and heavy 
and it was coming from beneath the floor. I felt the ground shudder. Something beneath me was moving, shifting the ground. I ran out of the bathroom, my heart beating unnaturally fast. As soon as I made it to my hiding place behind the bush, the sound abruptly stopped. I stared at the door. After about ten seconds, Jacob emerged. He looked the same. Gray shirt, athletic shorts, his face as calm and implacable as ever behind those reflective sunglasses. He looked around and started walking north towards our apartment. Nobody else on the beach had seemed to notice the strange sound or the seismic movement I had observed. They frolicked, relaxed, and continued to exist. I sat behind the bush for several more minutes, my mind spinning slowly and methodically, as though someone was stirring it with a wooden spoon. What could this mean? We investigate next week. Thank you.